Hey guys, I'm Valerie. And I'm Jasmine, and this is Crafts, Dress, and Crime. And Jasmine is going to be leading us on this terrible journey for today, so I'll let you take it away. Thank you. So today I'll be covering Grace Mullane. Do you remember hearing about her at all, Valerie? I have heard her name and I am familiar with what her killer looks like and like the most basic details. And even those are really vague that I know about. So this is going to be pretty fresh to me. So I didn't, honestly, this may be everybody else, but this was me or maybe nobody else. But I didn't know like her by name, but I remember seeing this CCTV photo. And it was about, it was this girl, this younger girl and this younger guy, and they were in an elevator. And I remember seeing that and it stuck out to me for some reason. And then that's when I read all about it, like in a quick little article. But like, that's what, that's how I remembered this case specifically. But like, like you said, it was very basic details that I remembered. So I was able to do... I was able to get more info, um, but I just wanted to tell everybody ahead of time, there was, like, nothing that I could really find about, like, her life in general. Like, I found, like, up to, like, after she graduated college, but, you know, before that, there was nothing. I really tried, and um, I know we were talking about it earlier. Sometimes we have cases where there's so much more info on the killer than there is on the victim, and that is terrible. It is. And it make like, we don't want it to make it seem like we're not trying to talk about the victim. It's just sometimes the information is so limited. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of want to, I don't know, I'm going to play it by ear, see how we feel about it towards the end. But I kind of, I'm going to aim towards maybe just sticking to what happened versus getting into all of his, you know, details prior to this. But either way. I'm going to go ahead and cite my sources. So I used easealive.com, thesun.com, bbc.com, news.sky.com, newshub.co.nz. So once again, the person we're talking about today is Grace Mullane. She was 22 years old and she was from Wickford, Essex. And she graduated from the University of Lincoln with her marketing degree in September 2018. She then started traveling in October of 2018. And um, this was part of like, a, she took like a sabbatical from school, basically. Um, and they call it a gap year. And so she spent six months in South, South America. And then she had planned on going to Thailand, the Philippines, and Australia, but she um, stopped in New Zealand first in late November 2018. So she was only there about two weeks, and she was in Auckland. I apologize, apologize if I said that wrong. Um, New Zealand during the time of uh, her death. So she was staying at a basically like a backpackers like hostel it was like 10 euros a night and it's actually pretty popular there for a bunch of travelers so she was last seen on december 1st 2018 coincidentally her birthday is december 2nd so basically she was on tinder she met a guy 
His name is Jesse Kempson, and he was 20, 29 years old. They um, started, you know, exchanging messages, and they planned to meet up. And I actually got some of those messages. So what we're going to do is Valerie is going to read uh, Jesse's part, and I'm going to read Grace's part. Um, so Valerie, if you will, um, if you want to start. Yes. Hey, Grace, how are you? Much planned for the weekend? Hey, I'm good, thanks. And actually, my birthday is tomorrow, but I have no plans. Oh, shit. Happy birthday for tomorrow. Much planned for this evening, then? Yeah, maybe. Maybe yes? Convince me. Haha, <laughs> well, my shout, haha. <laughs> what? I will buy the drinks, my shout? Haha, <laughs> no, no. So where should we go? Well, I know a cool Mexican place up New Sky City that does great cocktails. Okay, no to the Mexican, but maybe the cocktails. Okay, there's a few places up there that do great cocktails. How about we meet at Sky City? I haven't said yes yet. You haven't said no either. So what's going to take to make this happen then? Would be nice. So... Grace mentions that she only has her casual clothes, and then he told her that would be fine. So is that a yeah? Meet up near Sky City? In around 3 a.m., she answered yes, and that sh he should add her on Facebook. So um, I just want to go into some of the CCTV footage. I also went on um, YouTube, and they have this whole 50-minute video of CCTV footage from the time that Grace left her hostel to the time that he, to, I think it was like four days later, like they just had it all into like one mashup of that you can see all of the details of every, every step he took that they had. So it amazes me that, you know, people do these things and don't realize like there's cameras everywhere. There's banks, there's convenience stores, there's everything. So nine times out of 10, somebody can pull up one of those footages, those camera footages or the feeds and see that you were there or you were crossing the street or you were walking with somebody or you were picking your nose. Like everything <laughs> is there. So it's like crazy that people commit these crimes or do shady shit and like don't think about that. Yeah, it's literally every single movement that we make is captured now, it feels like. Exactly, exactly. So um, on December 1st, you can see her walking out of the lobby of her hostel. It's around 5.37 p.m. You know, she's wearing like a casual black dress and a small purse and some like sneakers. She just looks really just casual. So then she's like walking down the street and it actually looked like it had been raining earlier that day. At 5.40 p.m., he is seen at Bluestone Room Bar outside drinking a beer. And then he pulls out his phone like he got a text. And then uh, in, the, in another uh, feed, you can see him walking to meet Grace. So it's like this big center, like, um, it's like a, it looks like a lobby area. But, like, they have this giant Christmas tree. And she takes a picture of the tree and she sends it to her family. So, you know, they hug and then you see them going up an escalator. They walk past like this casino area 
And then they're walking past some elevators. Then they get to the burger place that they're going to eat at called Andy's Burger and Bar. Um, So they stop at the bar. They look at the menu. He pays for their food. And then they leave around like 7.14. So like five minutes later, they get to a Mexican um, restaurant. And then they leave like an hour later. And then they end up at the Bluestone Room, back at the Bluestone Room bar. And you can see them, like, they're having a good time. They're kissing. They they seem like they're just, like, they're, like, really, um, what's the word? They're just, like. Hitting it off? Yeah, yeah. Like, they're vibing. Like, they're having a great time. And then she actually sends a text to one of her friends saying that it's going great. He seems like a a nice guy. Like, she's having a great time. So then you see them um, walking, walking back, probably around, like, 940. And they're, like, he's got his arm around her shoulder. They're, like, walking very close. And then you see them entering the lobby of his, he lives in, like, a, it's like an apartment building, but it's like inside. So it kind of seems like a hotel. So they're walking inside. And then this is where you get that infamous elevator CCTV footage. And once again, they're all smiles, laughing, like they both seem happy. And then, you know, that's the last of it for that day. Which elevator picture are you referring to? The one going to his room. Because there's, there's a couple. I just Googled Grace Mullane CCTV mm-hmm. and there's a couple with her in the elevator. Can you describe the picture or can you tell me which one and I'll describe it? So it's the one where she's kind of facing like the back of the elevator and he's near the doors. Is his face blurred in it? Yes. Yeah, so that was the other thing. They didn't actually reveal his face or his name while he was um, being a suspect or while he was a suspect. Or person of interest they only revealed it after he was charged wow so okay. like all of these cctv footage like the pictures that you see of them in the in the elevator those are all the same couple of minutes it took to get from their lob from the lobby to his room so that's like okay. the little black dress she was wearing and then yeah see it's so eerie to see it isn't it yeah, so, yeah, those are those. And then, uh, so, the next time you see him on CCTV footage is, like, 8 a.m., and he's getting in the elevator in his building, and then he leaves. So, he went to a store and bought a suitcase, and then he goes back to his room, And then he leaves his room again like 30 minutes later. Then he goes to another store and you see him buying cleaning supplies like gloves, um, like some kind of uh, just cleaner and sponges. And then around 1030, he leaves again and goes and rents a red hatchback. And then the nerve of this guy, you see him after he goes, after he goes, uh, rent the car, he goes out on a date with a woman, another date. And Grace is still in his, at this point, Grace is unalive in his room and he manages to get another date. And you can see him on this date with this other girl. 
Are you serious? Dead serious. Dead serious. It's disgusting. Yeah. I was just like, my mouth was like, was wide open when I seen that. Cause I was like, the audacity of you. Spoiler alert, unfortunately, Grace is dead in his room and this fucking guy is on a whole ass date with another girl. That, I mean, that's just, they always, you know, people always do such strange things, murderers afterward that like you know some people eat some people you know just do weird things that it's like wow you have no connection to the terrible thing that you just did this is a different level of audacity right and i did read um i can't remember which uh which one of the sources i read at but one of them um did manage to talk to the young lady he went on the date with and she was like yeah he was just really weird he was really fidgety. He was just like, it wasn't a great time at all. Like he just kept like looking over his shoulder and she just, she's like, something was up and it was just really weird and strange. So yeah, that tells you what you need to know there. Unfortunately, he comes back to his room, uh, probably like eight thirty ish, like at night and um he has a carpet cleaner with him and he has the carpet cleaner supplies so you're like hmm what do you need that for sir so then he then goes back out you see him go to the lobby and get a trolley have you ever seen those in the um hotel rooms like the ones that um you put your luggage on like if you have a, a, yeah. a lot of it yeah so he gets that and you see him pushing it up to his room and then a few minutes later, he comes back out and he has two suitcases on that trolley. He has a, a bigger one and then like a smaller one. So then he pushes them to his car and then he drives away and he stops at a store and he buys a shovel. And he then goes to the car wash and washes his car out at that so like it was really weird like I didn't see on that footage from where he went after he bought the shovel versus when he went to the car wash but he went to car wash washed the rental and then he took his clothes to the dry cleaners and then he goes to a park on the 5th and you just see him walking around with a duffel bag and he throws some stuff in one of their garbage cans there and we'll find out what that is in a little bit so that's just like a really brief like breakdown of all the cctv footage we have of him. but the fact that i have so much here is just to go it just goes and shows like how much we're being watched right right he was really stupid to think that none of that was going to be seen exactly so her family actually reported her missing on the 5th and they did that because she hadn't responded to any of her birthday messages they just thought it was super strange like that wasn't like her just to like not respond and her birthday once again was on the 2nd so then the cops immediately started investigating and further into their investigation they realized like she had been out she had 
talked to him on Tinder and then they met up. So when he was being interrogated, he lied and said that they that he left her around 10 p.m. And the way he described it is just stupid, but I'm glad he's so fucking stupid. So one of the videos I saw was him talking to the cops. And the cop was like, okay, so what happened? What time did you leave her? He said, oh, about 10 p.m. Um, he's like, okay, so which way did she go? He said, oh, she went this way and I went this way. He just made his hand like for her to the left and his to the right. And okay, and the cop was like, huh, okay. So what streets did you take? And basically the the directions he gave the cop was like way out of the way just to go like literally his his room was probably like a five minute walk the way that he described it to the cop it was like 15 minutes so the cop was like that's really strange that you're going that far out of your way just to go to your room and he was like he was like yeah I just do it for my safety I feel like that's the safest way to go I'm sorry Uh, no just no we know for a fact i mean i would be shocked no no right exactly i just i hate him i hate him so you know there's that's where he's at so then on the 8th of december he finally confessed that he killed her during the early hours of december 2nd let's just reiterate that was her birthday and you want to know what he used as um, the reason or the cause of her death? Oh, God. What? He said that she wanted him to choke her while they were having sex. And before he realized it, she was she passed out. And when he woke mm-hmm. up in the morning, he realized she was dead. Okay, so hold on. Hold on. So she passed out and he was like, okay, cool. We're just done now. And then he went to bed. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. What the hell? That doesn't even make sense. It doesn't. And then he's talking to the cop. He's like, I just freaked out. He's like, it just looked weird. Like, how am I going to call the cops and tell them that, you know, I'm just, I have a dead body here. Like, it's just not, I don't know. And I was like, what the fuck? That's just so fucking dumb. It doesn't make any sense. So. Yeah, so conceal it. Yeah, right, right, right. Just do what you did, which is fucking terrible. So he told the cops that he decided to ask her to meet him in a public public place because he was worried about being catfished. Okay. He told them that obviously he didn't call the cops or the ambulance after he found her. He said he didn't call her because of how bad it looked. And instead, you want to know what they found when they were looking through his phone? Um, instead of him calling the co- the cops or the ambulance, he took explicit pictures of her. And he watched porn. Brutal porn. After she was already deceased? After she was already deceased. Oh my yes. god. Oh, oh, it gets even better. He actually Googled how to get rid of a corpse. Yep, of course he did. Yeah, yeah. And he also Googled um, a place called Watakiri Ranges. 
I think I said that right. I tried to remember that. What is that? That is where it's basically like a park. And that is actually where he went and he buried the suitcase. Because, oh, I forgot to mention um, this bastard put poor Grace's body in the bigger suitcase that's seen on CCTV footage, the one that he's wheeling out of his room. Um, he put her in the bigger suitcase in the fetal position. And then he went and he buried her in some bushes in this Guadakiri Ranges. What was in the second suitcase? The second suitcase had um, like some of the sheets and stuff like that. Like the stuff gotcha. he used to clean and all that. But you know, he also took the time to break off some branches and he threw them over the area. That way you couldn't tell that it was like dug. Like there was nothing weird going on there. <sighs> Yeah, he didn't do a great job. Like, fucking bastard. So then they, on 12, on December 9th, so the day after he confessed, they dug up the suitcase, the suitcase, and unfortunately, they found Grace. Also, remember when I told you that he went to the park and threw away some stuff in a garbage can? Yes. That was her belongings that he threw in there. But luckily, the cops were able to go and grab those. Did they, do you know how they knew it was at the park? Uh, Because they had CCTV footage of him there. Oh, sorry. You said that. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. You're fine. Literally, it's a video of him throwing shit in a, in a garbage can there. Wow. Literally, you know, that's really great that they had it in the park, too. Because he probably thought that yeah. that was a good place to do that. I would have never thought that they, honestly, I would have never thought that, like, the park would have those, the cameras. I wouldn't have thought about that either, honestly. Yeah. So, upon uh, the pathologist, like, or whoever was doing the autopsy and all that good stuff, noticed that there was a bruise on the left side of her neck. Um, and there's, like, this muscle from the jaw down to, like, um it's your clavicle right there and there was just like a bruise right there just one big bruise and he said that there's no way if it was a gentle touch or even a little mm. bit of pressure like that would it would have bruised like that so he was like there was there had to be significant pressure and force for a significant amount of time and that caused blood to come out of her nose so they actually did some luminol testing in the um in his room and in it so you could see two huge huge blood stains on his floor and then there was bloody footprints as well oh my god but remember he he got that rug doctor and he thought that was going to help him he also said that he accidentally choked her and that's how she died. Why is there blood literally yeah. everywhere? Right, exactly. And if if it was an accident and you realized her nose was bleeding after she passed out or whatever, why wouldn't you think to like maybe check on her? Like, I, I just don't believe that. That's not, that, that's not, no, I don't believe it at all. And obviously that's not what happened. Well, yeah, because um, they found that he Googled how to get rid of a body, but he did he Google how to help somebody if you accidentally make them pass out. No, he didn't because he's a fucking idiot and I'm glad he's stupid. 
So um, his def so his defense team actually had their own pathologist, and he said that her injuries were consistent with consensual sex acts because there were few defensive wounds on her body. He also said that her alcohol consumption could have contributed to her death. So basically, they were blaming her and her drinking. That, mm, that doesn't make sense. It's fucking ridiculous. And with that, there was, I should have taken better note of this, but there was actually another case in the, I believe in the UK that the parents were talking about. And I feel really bad I didn't, I didn't write it down. But basically it was another young girl who was killed and her, um, the perpetrator there, he used the same kind of defense that it was a sex act gone wrong. And her parents are really trying to get that, um, that whole thing, like, not to be able to be used as a defense in court ever. Because it's fucking ridiculous. It is. So, on February 21st, 2020, he was sentenced to life in prison with a minimum non-parole period of 17 years. That's it? That's it. Why Why only 17 years? They were able to prove that he murdered her and they have all of the evidence. Um, because I guess it was because they, def they couldn't definitively pin it on the fact that it wasn't a consensual sexual act. <sighs> That's so frustrating. It is. It is. And the victim blaming is infuriating. It's just... I just don't know. And I agree with her parents. Like, it fucking sucks. That shouldn't be able to be used if it's not. Like, if that's the case, everybody could use it. I mean, you can make any strangling situation seem like that, then. Any strangle and exactly rape, essentially, you can make seem like it was consensual. Right. And the fact of the matter is, let's, not, let's just reiterate the fact that he literally Googled how to get rid of a corpse. He went on a whole fucking Tinder date. He was watching, what is that type of porn, that really intense porn? God damn it. Oh, like BDSM? Um, no, it's like um, snuff films. Like that's, that's like on the, like kind of like what he was watching. Like it was like really intense shit, basically. Like it's just, he... Like you said earlier, like, people do different things, like, they react different ways, but, like, none of that shows remorse. None of it shows that he, like, it just doesn't show any kind of compassion at all. And he took fucking explicit photos of her after she was fucking dead. Yeah, none of his actions make it seem like that was an accident, and I'm surprised they weren't able to, like, have some kind of psychological evaluation on that to show that that wasn't a consensual the rest, you know, that that part of it wasn't consensual. Right. Right. It's fucking ridiculous. It's infuriating because 17 years? What year did this happen? This happened in 2018. Okay. Three so, years ago. Do you know how old he was when that happened? He was 27. Yeah, so he'll still have a ton of his life left to live after that. Right. 
assuming that he gets paroled, which I guess is possible he won't, but it just, but still, it's infuriating. That's such a slap in the face. She was so young. Yeah, I just, I can't, I, I'm really furious with that. It's just, it's not a great, not a good thing at all. So I just want to, I just want to go ahead and read an impact statement made by her brother. And this is just, I just summarized it a little bit. And I I chose this one because it just, Valerie, you have a sibling. I have a sibling. Like, I couldn't imagine, like, even though me and my sister don't get along, like, the best, we're not, like, best friends or anything, we're not super close, but, like, I could never imagine losing her, and I just thought this was really sad, um, so, basically, her brother said, this person did not just take Grace's life, but he took away a piece of mine as well. I've not felt home since my sister's death. It's tough to carry on. How do you even carry on with life? There's no reason behind this unspeakable act. I will simply miss my little sister for the rest of my life, and this pain will never go away. Mm. This is it. Just hits you. It's, it's terrible. It is terrible. And you know that's that's the story of Grace Mullane's murder. Unfortunately. It's very sad. Very. I feel like she didn't get proper justice in that either. No, no, she didn't. And she had just graduated and she had so much of her life to live. She was only 22. Mm-hmm. Like, she was taken for, like her brother said, for no reason. Right. And she was in the middle of just enjoying that new part of her life where she was exploring and traveling and going to different continents like how amazing of a time that's supposed to be and somebody took it from her for no reason and it was the day before the day of her birthday her birthday she was murdered that's just it's disgusting yeah no no but yeah This episode is a good segue to into what our next season is going to be because this does conclude season 11 and season 12 is going to be on terrifying travel. Now it's important to note with that, that people always think that, you know, things like travel can be dangerous because they hear stories like this and it's really easy for people to start to victim blame in these scenarios So we are going to make it explicitly clear in our next season how you should be able to do these things and doesn't mean you should be murdered. Whatever behavior, whatever, how do I put it? It doesn't matter what people are doing and how they choose to travel and what they do while they're there. It is nobody's right to murder anybody or assault anybody. Absolutely. And I, I am super excited. I'm very interested. How about that? Very interested to hear this because I know you did a lot of traveling back in the day. So like I never got to travel that often. The furthest I've ever gone is like Mexico. But I mean, I, I'm really interested in it only like I told you this when we first talked about doing this. 
it reminds me of Hostel, the movie. Mm-hmm. Anybody ever seen it? That's what I'm thinking about, but we'll see, unfortunately. But yeah, you're right. Just because you're a foreigner or or a tourist doesn't mean that you deserve to get hurt in any type of way, physically, mentally, emotionally, any type of way. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm very interested in this next season. Season yeah. 12. It's good. I've been avoiding it for a period of time just because it's so... It's so scary because I feel that people are already afraid of things while traveling and it just doesn't help. So I've been avoiding it, but it's time. And I think that it's going to open people's eyes to things that can happen. But again, I just want to reassure everybody that that doesn't mean that that's going to happen. And we are not going to be blaming anybody except for the person who committed the crime. Absolutely. Yes. So thank you guys so much for continuing to listen. Thanks for making it through, you know, a year and a half worth of our content. And we appreciate you. Please go ahead and subscribe to our newsletter, which you can find on our website at craftsdraftsandcrime.com. And we look forward to sharing another season with you. Bye. Bye.